Hey, it's your bestie Lo. Welcome to Thrive with Lois, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and to thrive in all areas of your life. You're here because you want to grow inside and out. So are you ready? Let's thrive together. Recently, I have had the pleasure of sitting down with some amazing guests, some incredible women who have been so open and vulnerable in sharing their own stories. And today, I don't have a guest with me. I am flying solo for this episode. And it feels a bit strange. It feels a little bit weird not having somebody on the sofa next to me. And I'm like, shit, today... I have to be the vulnerable one. I'm going to be the one that is going to be open and vulnerable with you. Actually doing an episode on my own in the podcast room, I feel a little bit lost. I keep on going to look over to the side and there's nobody there. (laughs) There's nobody with me. But I'm wondering if... The real reason that I'm feeling maybe a bit nervous today, which is weird because I've done this so much and I don't usually feel nervous when I sit down and do a podcast. I think maybe it's because I know that today I'm going to dig into layers or I'm going to try and dig into layers that will help you that are listening. So... I was thinking about what to talk talk about today and I had an experience recently when I was on holiday in Athens. It was an experience that left me feeling quite emotional, quite rejected. It also made me question myself, it made me question my worth and... I reflected on the situation that happened and I was almost annoyed with myself. I was annoyed that I let myself get so wound up by what happened because when you do so much work on yourself and when you, you know, preach on socials, you know, don't care about what other people think, you know, the only thing that matters is you and your opinion and I'm always preaching this to other people and I do truly, truly mean everything that I say when I'm giving the advice. It's like I know it deep in my core and I'm incredible sometimes at giving advice and when it comes to applying that to myself, it can be a little bit challenging. However, it's a work in progress, I know, it's a work in progress and nobody's perfect and I actually feel like I'm at this point in my life where I'm very self-aware and there are things that I'm trying to work on, there are things that I'm trying to dig into and uncover and, and process and be able to change my mindset around certain things because having had the diagnosis of ADHD at the start of year that was like a huge relief because I was like wow okay 
this is why I do certain things or this maybe this is why I react emotionally in this way or I feel things so intensely so getting the diagnosis I guess has helped for me to learn more about ADHD but also to find strategies to help me manage the symptoms that I struggle with and going back to what happened in Athens so I was away for the week with my partner it was his birthday so I took him away and I packed a couple of shorts packed a couple of dresses and I was like really really content with my wardrobe that I brought with me I was like yep I'm I'm loving I'm loving the vibes I'm loving the fashion vibes I'm I'm you know I was I was pleased with my selection let's say because that is actually <laughs> quite hard for me sometimes because I'm a massive massive overpacker whenever I go away I I just pack for every single situation that there could be <laughs> and I actually packed relatively light so I was pleased with the selection and in amongst the selection was my favorite pair of Gymshark Whitney Simmons shorts. I decided I was gonna wear these shorts. It was a really hot day. I've been wearing dresses like the whole week. And there was one day that we was, you know, going on a, on a walk and I wanted to wear shorts. I wanted to be comfortable. And I, if we was to rewind five years ago, let's say, I would always be very, very hesitant to wear shorts just because I've always been very, critical of my legs and I've also received comments from others about my legs um I have cellulites um my legs aren't exactly the leanest legs that there are um I know that but I also know that they are incredibly strong and I'm proud of them and it's taken me a long time to be able to sit here and say that it would normally be oh, I just hate my legs so much, like they're disgusting. And then I didn't end up getting into this like bottomless pit of self-criticism and being so negative about myself. So I've done a lot of work to try and reframe the stories that I tell myself about my body and what other people have said about my body as well. And I think it really does stem back in to childhood and in school the other girls would make comments about my body I always used to avoid and I say avoid swimming I used to avoid sports day cross country you name it anything sports related I just hated I hated because I was so self-conscious not because I disliked the being active side of things because from a very young age I've always been active my parents have always encouraged us to go cycling or to go hiking and do things that are active so I've always had an interest in that but what really made that negative experience for me was the comments I used to receive or the looks and the judgment and when you're younger you know, that really does chip away at your self-worth. And it did. And that's why I used to write my own sick notes for swimming and 
PE and I used to avoid it like the plague. So that's kind of where we're coming from. That's the 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 old Lois, the the version of me that used to avoid getting her legs out or like just her body in front of others because she was very self-conscious. So fast forwarding to now and something that I preach to all of my clients is to reframe the stories that you're telling yourself or that others have told yourself about your body and you hold the power to do that and I have discussed this quite a bit in previous podcasts before so I'm not going to go into it too much today but I on the day on one of the days in Athens received a negative comment from somebody who didn't even know me didn't even know me and felt that they they felt the need to be negative towards me and judge me so we was walking up this hill one of the archaeological sites at Delphi so there was a group behind me all of the older generation and they made a comment as she was walking behind me and they were just discussing what they were just discussing my shorts and then one of the women was like oh it's disgusting and I don't know whether she was referring to the shorts I don't know if she was referring to my legs um whether it was the cellulite or, or whatever I don't I don't know but in that moment when I heard them discussing me right behind me directly I don't think that they thought I spoke English or could understand English but anyway so I was walking up the hill and I didn't turn round and say anything I just froze inside just I felt this almost like 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 when a like like a clamshell just closes just closed up and my body just kind of felt really tense and anxious and I'm quite happy to say to somebody or put somebody in their place if I feel like it is necessary or I would just turn around normally and say oh sorry can you repeat that or I don't appreciate you making those comments that's when I'm reflecting now I'm like Lois why don't you turn around and say that but for some reason I just went into this like freeze mode and it was really weird went into this freeze mode and I just felt like really anxious I was walking up the hill continued walking up the hill like they went off somewhere else and I just went really quiet I just went really in my thoughts and my partner was like are you all right like you're a bit quiet and then I just like started crying and I said like oh they just made like this comment and he was like oh I didn't even hear like you know like who said it and I was like oh they were behind us and he was like why don't you say something and I was like I don't know <laughs> I just froze which was just not like me at all and when I started to think about it even more and more and more it really reminded me of this one situation when I was younger especially when a friend of mine and I we used to walk home from school and when we would get bullied the bullies would walk 
directly behind us and they'd be shouting things at us and throwing things at us and they would be just really horrible in what they were saying and I did exactly what I did when I was 14 let's say 13 14 to what I the way that I responded at the age of 29 and I I wonder if it was because it kind of mirrored that situation that happened before so they were behind me and it felt like I don't know I'm wondering if maybe it felt like because they were behind me they're in that like I could like I couldn't say something it I feel like it would have been different if they were in front of me and I I saw them like like I could actually physically see their faces but yeah so I felt exactly the same um and I just completely calmed up and I froze and I said to my partner I when we talked about it afterwards I was like you know like you try so hard to you know for so long I've been so critical on my body and what I look like and I've done the work to really try and unpick that and be more positive about myself and be loving and 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 caring towards my body no matter what it looks like and it was mad that in just that that moment that it was almost like flips upside down and I forgot everything that I had learned. So that's why I was kind of like beating myself up a bit because I was thinking afterwards, I was like, Lois, like, don't be so silly. Like, you know that it's a reflection of them at the end of the day, not you. They're probably jealous because you looked shit hot in the, in the shorts. You look great. Um, and I'm sitting here now and I'm laughing about it and I'm like eye rolling thinking, you know, I got myself so worked up in that moment and I wish that I was able to just catch it, catch that feeling and use everything that I put into practice, everything that I teach you guys about reframing. But I don't know what it was. There was just something about that situation that I just couldn't. And something that I've been researching a little bit more into, especially now having an ADHD diagnosis, is something called rejection sensitive dysphoria also known as RSD which is commonly known as an intense emotional response to criticism or judgment it can lead to intense feelings of just rejection and not feeling good enough not feeling capable feeling like a failure and RSD has been commonly linked to ADHD and also anxiety but it doesn't mean to say that only people who have been diagnosed with ADHD and anxiety will experience RSD. If we're looking at the traits of RSD the first would be a heightened sense of emotion so if faced with criticism or faced with if you're feeling like you're being attacked, you might experience heightened feelings of anger, sadness, um, lack of your own worth, rejection. And this could be to the slightest bit of criticism. And 
I myself have noticed that I am very much in tune with my emotions and I can read others' emotions, which I think is a positive because being able to be empathetic to others and understanding and read others' emotions, I think, is great because it makes you a good listener, it makes you supportive, it makes you you're able to be vulnerable and I think that's great but then also if we're looking at the flip side of it I feel like sometimes I can be overly (laughs) sensitive and I'm aware of that and I'm trying to there's strategies and things I'm doing to to manage and I'll touch on later in the episode but I think it's when you're aware of it and you can kind of manage your response and I say manage instead of control because you can only manage your your thoughts and your emotions you can't control them and neither should you suppress them but I think having a responsibility to manage the way that you show up especially you know in conflicts you know are you quite hot-headed in your conflicts do you think maybe you could like take five minutes and just kind of calm down and then come back to the situation? Because I know for me, I can sometimes act on emotional if there's like an argument or, you know, something, a disagreement, I might act in a way, respond in a way that's emotional rather than actually putting my logical brain on. So I'm very conscious now. If I feel like I might respond in a a negative way, I might say to the other party, right now I'm feeling quite emotional about the situation. I don't want to respond in a way that's going to be um, damaging or, or negative. So is it all right if we take five and revisit this when it's convenient for you? With being able to read emotions comes another trait of RSD, which is almost like a heightened sense of social cues. So being able to like read others emotions and being able to read others change in behavior being able to read was like read the room but then sometimes that might make you overly aware or maybe you might read into things or the slightest bit of change you might look at and think oh like why is that and what comes with that is like that almost like over trying to overly analyze others emotions to see whether they like you or they don't like you and I think that can sometimes you know contribute to that kind of fear of rejection or basing your own worth on how others perceive you and then other traits would be fear of rejection maybe self-doubt low self-esteem and even avoidance of criticism prone situations so you might avoid putting yourself into situations where you think I can't do this or they're going to judge me or people aren't going to like me so I'm not going to go and then that in itself can lead to a bit of isolation and it can then lead to even further feelings of loneliness and lack of self-worth you know you don't have to have RSD to feel those things or to experience 
any of the traits that I've just talked about. Um, I think it's important to talk about these things and highlight it, but also to give you some hope that there are strategies in managing how you're feeling and coping with rejection. The first being meditation and mindfulness. If you said to me five years ago, Lois, try some meditation, try some mindfulness, I actually probably would have laughed at you and said no. And I think that was coming from my own lack of being open, really. I don't think I was very a very open person back then, open to trying new things, or and I don't think I was really in a place where I wanted to change my mindset and better my mental health. And again, I think it goes back to that self-awareness piece. When you're aware of the the way that you do things and how they show up in your day-to-day and how they might affect others and you're able to reflect on that and say hold up I need to I need to do something about this because it's not fair on my own mental health but it's also not fair for other people so self-awareness and just you know mindfulness meditation they can be really really beneficial in trying to cultivate a positive mindset which I think having a positive mindset in 2023 a lot of people will say oh no like oh my god like you're you're so positive like stop like preaching positivity like oh my god like so negative like you know you've got to feel your emotions like you can't be positive 24 7 which I wholeheartedly think that if you're feeling shit if you're having a low day you're allowed to feel that too you're allowed to feel that don't suppress how you're feeling but changing your mindset and managing your thoughts and trying to reframe to more positive can help so so much and since I started a guided meditation which by the way I don't do like sat down because I can't I can't do it sat down I'll just get distracted I do it on my walk and I do it when I'm with nature and listen to this guided meditation it just really like brings you into your thoughts and it just really helps you to reframe the way that you're thinking because it can be very easy when you wake up to you know if something happens and let it affect your whole day and I definitely used to be somebody like that whereas now I'm quite a chilled person and I'm quite like oh well it is what it is you know and to try and meditation meditation honestly has helped me so much another thing to help manage RSD would be emotional regulation techniques so whether that be something artistic or your journaling engaging in physical activity so movement is key honestly the benefits that movement has on your mental and your physical well-being is just insane like I could wake up on the wrong side of the bed and get myself out and go for a walk and just look and smell and just like take in surroundings and be like wow like and feel calm so 
engaging in things where you can release those emotions where you can channel that emotion is undoubtedly one of like the best things that you can do the next would be cognitive restructuring which i've kind of touched on in the sense of like reframing and managing your faults which when you're faced with a negative fault or emotion it's about challenging that in your head so using positive affirmations and being kinder to yourself so whether it be that you're being very critical about your work or your body or the way that you deal with things you know we as humans have a negativity bias and we're very drawn to that negativity so whether it be that there's a negative comment or and I'm guilty of this you know I've had in the past especially on Instagram this is why I don't look at my comments anymore is you know I could have like loads of positive comments from people and then that one negative comment shows up and then you focus on that negative and I've definitely been guilty of this before and it's like you know you could receive a hundred positive comments and then get one negative and you're still focused on that negative because it's it feels like an attack it feels like rejection it feels like you know like what why does that person not agree with me or why does that person not like me and I think trying to reframe that and look at it as a way of like okay well it's, it's not actually about you it's about them so you're not always gonna resonate with everyone you're not always going to everyone's got their own opinion right and you just nobody's gonna not everyone's gonna agree with you And also you're just going to get some people who will just want to reflect their insecurities or their own, the way that they're feeling in in themselves on you. So it can be really, really hard, but trying to focus on like all of the positive things, your achievements, the really, the things that bring you joy and reminding yourself of the things that you're amazing at and channeling into those things because that's really empowering strategy would be to set boundaries because i don't know about you but when my boundaries are crossed or when i feel like i'm giving 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 and everyone else is taking 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 and then my cup is depleted because i'm pouring into everyone else's cup and overcompensating and being a people pleaser and doing everything for everyone else and then forgetting about myself i feel like shit i feel like shit so i now am putting better boundaries in place in terms of like you know if rather than saying yes to everything I'm saying yes to the things that I want to do don't get me wrong sometimes you've got to make an effort sometimes you know to maintain healthy relationships um platonic and romantic there does have to be some kind of effort but if there's something that's really 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 gonna drag you down or you're really gonna deplete your energy um maybe you've overstretched yourself and you said yes you, you said yes to everything and then you've got to the end of the week and you're absolutely burnt out and you're actually really could do with a self-care weekend instead of going out with your mates at the weekend that's okay to say no it's okay to say do you mind if we reschedule and do this 
another weekend when I can actually really fully enjoy it um, because then I think you're then prioritizing yourself and I think setting boundaries then creates a sense of like safety rather than that fear of like rejection because you're putting yourself first and you're choosing you. The next strategy I wanted to touch on is self-care practices which you know everyone's banging on about self-care these days but honestly self-care it really does work wonders. If I have a crap night's sleep I'll feel it in myself mentally the day after. If I don't stay hydrated I'll feel it in myself the day after. If I don't eat nutritiously I'll feel it you know so it's about prioritizing things that are going to help you feel your best physically and mentally and doing less of the things or none of the things that make you feel like shit and I know it's easier said than done when you know you have other priorities maybe you're a busy mum and you've got kids to look after and you know you find yourself lacking in sleep because you're always busy looking after them so I know it's easier said than done but where you can prioritizing your sleep hygiene so shutting off screens before you go to bed prioritizing getting to bed at a reasonable time trying to have a sleep routine so having set bedtimes and if you can't prioritize your sleep prioritizing all of the other factors around that as well so making sure you're hydrated making sure you're eating nutritiously making sure that you're looking after yourself through activities that you enjoy you know self-care it's not just face masks and bubble baths it could be going for a walk on your own it could be for going for a solo coffee day it could be getting your nails done it could literally be just putting a bit of makeup on in the morning or getting your eyebrows done anything that just makes you feel good in yourself so it's about prioritizing more of that the last strategy that I want to touch on is having support groups having people around you that you trust and will support you and lift you up but also seeking professional help if you need it and to not be afraid of asking for help it's it's good and all having you know close friends and family to support you and that's amazing but I think it's important to if you feel you need to work on things or if there's anything that is you know goes beyond the help that your friends and family or support groups are giving you then to seek professional help which is nothing to be ashamed of I've gone to therapy before and I have so many friends who've gone to therapy before and they've said it's been life-changing and you know having that self-awareness and that willingness to want to feel better in yourself or change the way that you view yourself or just to be kinder or change or challenge your beliefs so honestly don't be ashamed to reach out for help and talk to somebody because talking and releasing and processing it's a really really important part of being able to dig into those deeper layers and understand why you're feeling rejected why you're not feeling worthy and start feeling more empowered start feeling calmer start feeling like you can be free remember that 
everyone is different when it comes to finding the coping strategies that work for them that's not a one size fits all so it's about experimenting and being open to trying new things but also celebrating your victories and celebrating your successes your wins and all of the things that you are doing amazing at along the way I've got a little exercise for you that I want to finish off today I really want to finish on a positive note I want to encourage you to think of three positives about your character about who you are as an individual it could be anything absolutely anything but I want you to think of those three things and remind yourself of the amazing things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis even if it's like you're a fucking great friend even if it's your ability to problem solve and help others at work or maybe you've built your own business from the ground up and you've done that so Don't forget to give yourself credit. I want you to think about those three things. If you want, you can share them with me as well. I love to hear from you all. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I look forward to speaking to you in the next one. Lots of love.